Welcome to AE Doubleback for November 18th, 2020. I'm Robert Clark Chan, and I am sitting underneath a kitty cat blanket because it is 65 degrees in here, and man should not have to live like this. Uh, my name's Teresa, and my cat is at the end of, I'm laying in my, I'm not laying in my bed, I'm sitting in my bed because it's comfortable. And it's a podcast, and I can do whatever the fuck I want. So I'm sitting here, and my cat's at the end of the bed, not looking at me, because I have all my equipment in my lap. So she's just, like, mad. (laughs) (laughs) I am Calder Holbrook, and uh, there are no cats allowed inside my voiceover recording booth, because I think that the hairs would stick to the acoustic blankets and show up against the plain white. So, <laughs> and then sorry. Anyone who lis- then anyone who listened to the podcast would get cat hair on them. Oh, yeah. That's how it goes. Uh, <laughs> that's how cat it- hair gets you. Oh, yeah. Hell, hell yeah. Uh, so, sorry, Mushu. No, no, no entry for you. Oh, Mushu. Uh, that's my cat's name, World. <laughs> oh, oh boy! I'm sorry. Oh, speaking of I, world, speaking I, do- of world, I doxed your cat. Hold on. Speaking, of, yeah, right. <laughs> now everyone's gonna want to get her autograph. Um, uh. speaking of world, uh, so I have been under the notion that like we, no one listens to this. That this is like just <laughs> me speaking into a void, right? Yep. Yeah. This is just how. And I don't know what any of the metrics are. I don't know if people are or not. I just assume. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, we're just uh, we're just screaming into a void. And... You know. I mean, that's really um, all all any human expression is. Uh, but right? we have somebody who is at Daily Place. With a sign. Hells yeah. Doug Johnson keeping it up for us. I mean, it was so cool. I was like, oh my gosh, now I'm even more excited. Doug, (laughs) you you made a sign. You used more than one marker or coloring implement to do it. It looks really good. It Uh, It looks like chalk, but I can't tell. (laughs) <laughs> let us let us know what 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 is your method uh and 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 as mark Marin would ask who are your guys <laughs> um, i'm i'm assuming that's your child uh and uh you are or you are that child possibly uh or you stole someone's child had them hold the sign possibly even have them make the sign i don't know you could be uh s- someone who like kidnaps children has them do uh really weird child labor you know, instead of like building iPhones, they'll like uh, make, make you signs to take I to would, wrestling shows. I would make this assumption: if they're listening to this podcast, they do not force child labor and kidnap children. I'm just going to say that, uh, and that you know is what? not a QAnon thing. That's just me saying <laughs> not something yet. else. <laughs> not, not yet. They haven't gotten me yet, guys. No. I think I'm in the clear. I feel like people who listen to the show are people of low moral fiber. <laughs> They're willing to do anything, uh, screw over anyone to get ahead. Just, 
just rotten human beings. And, and also an extension of ourselves, just a grand <laughs> extension of who we are. And, and 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 not just people of low moral fiber, but low fiber in general. <laughs> There's just, no fiber in your up. body whatsoever. Oh, just, <laughs> just a big old Eat chunk of dookie in your stomach. <laughs> but you're gonna go out like uh, like the king, John Wayne. <laughs> and, With John and Wayne, he, Wait, did what? he die with like his? His like body was like packed no, no. with shit. You're yeah. thinking Elvis. Are, are, are no. you saying? Are you Elvis saying that- died on the toilet? But John Wayne, I'm pretty sure when he died, it was he had like a bunch of stuff. Unless it was a joke someone told when I was a kid, I, and like John I impacted bowels. I I, 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 yeah. I think what you're I think what you're going <laughs> on is that his nickname was the du- the Duke. But I'm not sure I that's fucking knew it. I fucking Hold knew on. it. I just looked it up. I told you. I, I almost put in John Wayne impacted Dookie. And I was like, you know what? No, actually, I need to put in real words. <laughs> and this thing brought right at the top. It said that according to the autopsy, John Wayne had 40 pounds of impacted fecal matter in his body at death. Elvis reportedly had 60 pounds. Wow. So we are both wow. correct here. Wow. Oh, yeah. The... By the way, John Wayne's impacted fecal matter is something that a lot of like anti-red meat literature will bring up once in a while. And, and uh, I just I, be like, you don't want to be one of those guys. I would have sworn <laughs> like, no. that you're about to say that was the name of my uh, high school punk band. And it should have been. It honestly, uh, that Joe construction, more than any other that I've run across, John Wayne's Look, impacted if, bowels. If that were me, if I had... 40 pounds or 60 pounds of shit inside of me upon my death, then my hope would be in my will, I stipulated to be embalmed like the Egyptians. So they'd have to remove my bowels, put them in a jar and save it forever. Cause that would be a treasure. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is, it is constantly on my mind that impacted or not, we are all just walking bags of shit and piss you, like you're pretty mad you're you get up and at, blood and bile you get up in the morning and you know like you, you hug a loved one you go to a proper place of business to church on sunday and all the while like you're you're bringing shit in there look you're hiding a bomb that no one can see and it's just a matter of time, and you don't know which of those establishments you're visiting that that bomb's going to strike. <laughs> you're going to have to use their facilities. And, you know, let's just hope they're good facilities. Uh, <laughs> two, <laughs> two things. One, um, I hope to God that you kidnap that child because no child <laughs> should ever be subjected to this podcast. <laughs> One. <laughs> Number two, I just looked and the second uh, h- listing uh, in Google was Snopes mm. about said John Wayne oh. autopsy. They're saying that it, it is flat confirmed. out false. False. Oh. No. False. No, sorry. It says it's not confirmed, but it doesn't mean it's false. Mm. Un- unknown. Right? Uh, no, no, no. It's, it says straight up false. Status false. Wow false god damn it Uh, can't even trust them anymore (laughs) uh the the whole red meat thing is not necessarily the case uh because uh elvis did in fact die that way but it was mostly from heroin and not uh uh not not what he ate 
she uh, wasn't the peanut butter and banana sandwiches or El- whatever. El- Elvis so died that way, but was he born that way? So it's the big vegetarian uh, think tanks that came up with this lie years ago. More like stink yeah. tanks. Big <laughs> vegan. We're a we're a wrestling show, right? Hey, you guys, I forgot. We were talking about moral fiber, Look. which naturally would lead us to talking no, that's about fair. people yeah. like wrestlers shit their pants in the ring all the time. It's true, that's true. You know that one wrestler, um, Dirty Sanchez, he performs at <laughs> Lucha Vavum every year. He's a great luchador. It's just a comedy luchador, you know. But he's fun. He uh, You're telling me that like, there aren't he, serious dramatic plot lines. <laughs> Well, you know, there's some that like are more comedic and some that are more serious. And, you know, he really goes for, I mean, there's the bits are like nonstop with this guy, uh, starting with visual bits, but I'll get to my point, which is he, every time he wrestles, at least every time I've seen him wrestle, um, does a accidental shit my breeches bit, which I'm assuming there's like a candy bar or something in there but um it's all smashed up in his nude he wears nude tights <laughs> so like you can see everything you know <laughs> it's fun it's a good time Google you know it. it's good for mm-hmm. it's good for the kids it's good for the whole family yeah this is our whole credo in it <laughs> yeah good for the kids good for the whole family yeah Get so them. the young bucks. <laughs> so the young bucks. All right, all right. <laughs> feels, so feels inappropriate got, to start this at this start, point. We start the show. I mean, I know, right? We start the show with uh, this incredible promo about this indie team, Top Flight, who we learn uh, and we heard about last week, but more detail. They just messaged um, the young bucks and the young bucks took them up on a challenge. So these young guys, their brothers, there was this beautiful story about their family and about them coming up and wrestling and all this shit, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it was really awesome. Like the best way to introduce two guys nobody knows anything about, really giving them so much um, screen time and in a very positive way. They come out, they're wearing BLM armbands. Couldn't love it enough. Mm-hmm. I thought, what really great nice. fan service, too, that, like, uh, these fans, they're, like, wrestlers, and they're good, but they reached out to somebody they really look up to, and AEW fucking took them up on it. You know? uh, which is why I am uh, DMing JR right now to see if we can get on the announce table. Yeah, that would be great cuz you know, if anyone wants to hear the first 8 minutes of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> to hear what we can do. Here's the thing. Th- it's this is basically dark commentary, so <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I think I, be- I did watch I watched like the first hour of dark this week just just on a whim and uh it is a lot of fun, but also it is loose to the point of of criminal almost. Hmm. It's just the commentary. It's it's just Excalibur and Taz just like shooting the shit and just making jokes yeah. and like occasionally paying attention to what's going on in the ring. But it's so fun. It's just like real chill, laid back. It's like a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's pretty sweet. Stay out of our zone. Yeah, <laughs> stay well, in your lane. I mean, let's just get hand the reins over to. 
the look if Excalibur and Taz want this podcast, they can have it. You know what I mean? Like they're really fucking uh, good. Wouldn't it be great if we could get one of them to guest? Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. Just mm. be like, what was going through your mind right there? And mm. Taz would be like, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, no, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Like and <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, too, if uh, if y'all want to add me to Team Taz. Uh, I've been waiting for that for 20 years. They've been asking you. You know what? I have not been getting the emails. Huh. I've heard. I've I've thought maybe. Because it's your old SBC Global email. And, you know, oh. that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and, and they're probably also, like, leaving, like, uh, put, like uh, comments on your GeoCities website as well. <laughs> uh, I had a Zanga. Thank you very much. Oh. Uh, wow. Sadly. Sadly deleted. Uh, you know how it is. You, yeah. you get that. Uh, you have a little, little spot of depression. You shave your head. You delete your Zanga. You turn 19. <laughs> you know, did, all the greats. Did, did you let your, uh, your, your Tamagotchi die as well? N- of course not. Still hale and hearty and sitting on my <gasps> Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I couldn't. I tried really hard. I couldn't. <laughs> I wanted one so bad. I never got one. I could get one now cheap, though, I bet. I bet. My aunt, my, I was at my aunt's house, and uh, it was me and all my cousins. And uh, she came back to the house with just a Tamagotchi for all of us. How Ooh. fucking cool is that? Oh, that was the nice. greatest. <laughs> Best gift ever. Yeah, man. We lost our minds. Okay, so <laughs> this is a great match. Uh, I thought Top Flight had some really cool fake outs, um, cool gymnastic like mirroring movements, uh, yeah. great jump height. That I can barely get off the ground at full force when I jump. So whenever I see that, it's like pretty great. I mean, it was a really fun match. It was. It was Ooh. excellent. Yeah. It was great. The Young Bucks made them look like a million bucks. Hell it yeah. was, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. And then, yeah, at the end when uh, uh, Evans and Angelico run in, I'm like, oh, okay, so we're not just gonna like do this thing and let them go, you know? Like uh, we've we've got something going. Yeah. I'm super excited to see Top Flight and uh, uh, Hybrid Two. It, it was, it, yeah, it was definitely all I hoped it would be because not only was Top Flight pretty strong in in like some of the moves that they were able to, able to execute, and you know, the Young Bucks, of mm-hmm. course, helped make that look really good. Uh, but I also felt like we were seeing like little bits and pieces of the kind of like performance quality that isn't always there for a while especially when you have guys that are like well you're obviously so good at, at like flying stuff and when people are so good at that you know it's possible you know like developing this this freakish skill they weren't also getting <laughs> like really charming and and strong at little performance notes and i felt like i was still seeing those so i think that they they did everything that they needed to all all around to earn like a like a a good long stay here for whatever it becomes yeah uh, quick sidebar i uh, uh i hate angelico and evans uh tag team name and i was thinking about that because they show the dark results uh later on and they just show a little ticker at the bottom like this this team beat this team so and so and like every single team name that came up i was like 
what is this garbage? My God, it's like I.O. and the waning years. of just like the most terrible improv team names. Like, get yeah. it together. Hire someone to give you some decent names. The hybrid two it conveys nothing. There's no great connotations. I don't. It doesn't evoke anything in my mind. Mm. Um, like, ugh, barf. Well, the idea was is supposed to be it's two guys with jarringly different styles that work together. Correct. I mean, uh, that's what that was. What I remember, it they should be called, called the portmanteau. Or, okay, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say either colon impact or impacted colon because no, no, that no, no, it, no it sounds like no action. <laughs> no poop. No, we're done with the poop. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's um, better. You you get you get some sort of action vibe out of it. <laughs> uh, from from, hi- from hybrid of action. To- from hybrid two to number two. <laughs> yeah. Um, Turd one city, more. baby. <laughs> uh, I'm giving this match a thumbs up, but also I hated at the end when the young bucks were being classy and shaking hands and like, oh, look at these guys. They're great. The whole point of this should have been here's two, you know, like uh, up and comers, young people just trying to make it and they're super underdogs and uh, and the young bucks are dicks and they cheat and they only win by cheating and or 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 maybe even not maybe they're just being super dicks and showboating and you know lording how much better they are you know over them but like this thing where they're sort of heels but not really heels is really starting to bother me i want them to go one way or the other and now frankly i just want them to go one way i want Mm -hmm. to see heel young bucks I give it a thumbs up. This is a great match. I agree with what you're saying about the Young Bucks, though. They got to choose a side. Yeah. It was a, definitely a, a thumbs up for me. Uh, I think uh, it could be that Top Flight is going to be like a, like a heel team and the Young Bucks are going to turn face. And they're going to the Young Bucks are going to have been turned good by the the purity and the excellence of, of Top Flight, only for Top Flight to take they're suddenly open hearts and smash them. Wow. Mm. Wow. That's Bold a lot of power. We'll see. Uh, our next segment, we have the inner circle in Vegas. A uh, lot of things that you would expect. Now, should we do both segments together? I'm assuming. Uh, n- well, let's we keep, do it let's, separate. Yeah, do them separate because okay. they're both pretty long. They're very different. Uh, MJF was winning, uh, Sammy was losing, you know, Blackjack, there's barf strippers, you know, uh, then we have this shit that I cannot get enough of (laughs) the one upsmanship between MJF and Jericho. It's like, if they can find a million different ways to do exactly this bit, I will never, ever, ever be bored. I would never hate it because I love it so much. It's so good. So <laughs> he's like, let me get you a drink, Jericho. Hey, bartender, two slippery nipples. And then <laughs> Jericho's like, no, two, like, I don't know, peach schnapps. Uh, he says something schnapps. I don't know if it was peach, but then they're like, hmm, no, two tequilas. No, 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 two vodkas. And then they said a couple other things. And finally, MJF's like, no, two shots of moonshine. To which Jericho is like, now, 100 proof Everclear. 
Fucking love it. <laughs> and then at the same like thing, we've got um, Wardlow and Jake Hager. They're having like a proxy fight by punching dudes <laughs> that are walking by while they look at each other. <laughs> I mean, I could watch that all day. It was uh, <laughs> it was very sexy. I give it a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I and I had mixed feelings, I guess, uh, because and, and maybe it's just like the reaction that we're all gonna have to stuff for a while. But I was like, man, they're not. It, it doesn't seem like they're being real careful in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> Very true. Not at all. Yeah, I was. I was trying to figure out uh, if they rented out that entire casino and the uh, people behind because at first i was like oh they're shooting a casino wait a minute casinos don't let them do that sort of thing they must have rented it out and then i was like wait but then are those people uh like extras or Uh, yeah i was trying to figure out if they were even there like yeah is this uh, all backdrop and cgi i don't know it was i thought the same thing but there are outdoor shots and at that point like uh whatever if you did some of the interior shots in florida nah, that's fine they actually were in vegas or they had the best uh green screen in the world you know <laughs> uh to get the vegas skyline but so yeah, yeah. it's fine i'm sure they did just go to vegas to have fun they may have i gave it a thumbs up because i liked the segment this one anyway uh yeah, uh, Conan was like a fun drop in. He's a uh, um, like a legend from Mexico, and he was also in WCW for a long time. He's oh, cool. he's recognizable if you were watching WCW in the nineties. Um, there's the, the the dude uh, who was shirtless drinking with him looked like Matt Pike from High on Fire, which is real hmm. weird. Hmm. Um, it, he wasn't, but um, that's all I. That those are the only notes I took. I put a thumbs in the middle because <laughs> there's some fun stuff, but also some stuff that was just like, "This is I don't I don't want this." Okay, it was uh, it was overall a thumbs up for me. Part of it might have been the dragon, uh, <laughs> uh, and but and also like the the, the that early bit with uh, with MJF and Sammy. I like the impression I immediately got was that that was MJF cheating sammy like he stole his yeah he stole he did steal his cards right yeah yeah uh, i think so uh, I, I i i enjoy i enjoyed that it, like the like it like uh it was a it was a segment that was advancing some stuff so i like it felt like it was time well used it was it was fun uh i'm gonna throw this in here there was a, it was like a commercial so technically it wasn't part of the show yes. but it was like a promo commercial it does need to be mentioned okay. because okay. I, I i i wrote uh down in my notes and then calder brought it up in the chat uh so like independently i it's think good. we all thought it was amazing it was okay. it was a commercial I, I called it the boundless commercial because at the end it was like we're boundless, we boundless. Or something like that. and it was just a like a promo for like aew and like you know like all these individual but people. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. So this is Transgender Awareness Week, and they started that promo with um, Nyla Rose being like, I am a transgender woman. I am mm-hmm. a woman of color. I mean, right there, I was just like, holy fuck, this is yeah. 
far and away already the best wrestling promo Mm. I've ever seen. (laughs) Basically, they're just all talking about how like all these different performers doing all these different things and all these different backgrounds. But they're like, we didn't have a home. No, there wasn't a place for us. You know, we were up against a giant of a 40 year career. You know, nobody believed it would be possible to have a separate, entirely separate entity where you could be who you are, do what you want to do, um, and be successful. And, you know, fucking A, man, isn't that why we watch AEW? Because it's just different. Just independently of that, uh, tonight I was watching, and uh, it was during the Pac match, and I was like, Oh my God, this used to be Neville, the man gravity forgot. Mm. It was the shittiest uh, gimmick in WWE. And this guy is terrifying. How -hmm. could you do that? You know, same with like friggin' Brody Lee. Or or, uh, Miro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Miro hasn't really proven himself yet or like established a a character uh, that uh, um, is vastly different uh from his wwe character and w even in wwe he was still pretty impressive yeah uh but like pack was like almost nothing and like and moxley like he was the world champion at one point but this moxley is so much more engaging yeah. on every level yeah like it's just he's allowed to be you know they let everybody and that was in the promo too they're like you know they let us write our characters they let us you know, be who we want to be in this sphere. I mean, they still won't allow a union, but you know, (laughs) baby steps. Sure. Who knows that may be on the way. Who knows? Mm. Uh, Like a friend, a friend was talking to me. I I was, I was gushing as I sometimes do obnoxiously about how good Shinsuke Nakamura's like debut in WWE <laughs> was and his entrance was so incredible and and, and they they started off by mm-hmm. giving him the respect of that that beginning and the audience pops for him. It's one of the most beautiful things I've it's, ever seen. It's beautiful and and the response is so insane and his subsequent usage was so disgraceful. And yeah. and my friend was talking to me about like oh it just yeah it seems like their thing is often about like really shitting on someone who came from elsewhere you know even when that's counterproductive to your interests like he's great and you have him so use him why why use him to insult uh like uh, other promotions that like that he came from or whichever and when people go to AEW you know they're not you know they're they're not they're not perfect they they don't do great things uh, as, yeah. as, as we have re- cause to speak of uh, by, by and large, they sign someone because they want them and they want them to do their thing. And for so many of these people, they've just not been, not been allowed to do that in, 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 in sometimes egregious fashion. And so it's a generational thing because, like, a lot of these uh, people in AW are younger wrestlers who grew up loving wrestling. Whereas uh, in WWE, Vince built this thing basically sprouting from his own brain. He had a vision of how wrestling could be this profitable machine, and Mm -hmm. it is a profitable machine. It is still a profitable machine. It is so much more profitable than AEW is, possibly even ever will be, but AEW is made up primarily of people who love 
the business of professional wrestling and the art of professional wrestling. And mm-hmm. you can see it and feel that, you know, like these people aren't necessarily there for, they're there for just the paycheck. Right. They want to do something uh, creative and yeah, it, it makes all the difference. And, and and so this promo, this commercial was legitimately stirring and, yeah. and, and, and moving. It, it was, it it was just really really cool. I don't know which, what it's for really, but whatever it is, I would watch. It looks it looks like uh, um, an ad that they would uh, air elsewhere on TNT. You know, just like on a Tuesday night, like uh, um, hey, you're watching uh, Scrubs. I don't know NCIS. <laughs> what the fuck else do they have on the show? That uh, was your but- best. That was your best, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. It's because of freaking Ted Lasso is why. Ted Lasso is an amazing show. Go on Apple TV and watch it. Um, it's so good. Uh, yeah, Bill Lawrence ever- is the guy who uh, show runs it. He created Scrubs. Yeah, I, I I I went into it eager to dislike it, and I could not. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I I think that AEW is doing well enough that TNT and whoever might have some deep pockets is taking it more seriously because wrestling is an insanely profitable prospect, you know, as at least the way we look at WWE and how that's been built. Of course, it's also built on not paying people properly and treating people like shit, which is why we're over watching AEW. But, um, you know, there's another way you can do that and still, be insanely successful. So AEW only having been around for a year, it's unreal what they've been able to do. They've really yeah. built something fantastic. Yeah. So uh, not uh, enough, uh, not up. enough poop stuff though. Well, we'll we'll change that <laughs> <laughs> once we become part of the uh, announced team. Yeah. Then, yeah, definitely, they need us. We bring the scat humor. <laughs> Hell yes. Um, you know. This is followed uh, by a Moxley promo, uh, which is just fantastic. Thumbs up. He's all about talking about his dad. I mean, who's not going to like that? We're the good guys. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And also, weirdly, like, this is how he announced uh, his uh, wife's pregnancy. Right. right. That's that's a thing. Yeah. That happened. it was freaking great, man. I mean, thumbs up. Yeah, I just can't same. not like anything he does. Yeah, just also, another one. Yeah, yeah. Mox is fantastic. So our next segment is Orange Cassidy versus Kip Sabian. Moreau was on Mike. Um, they okay. So Kip Sabian and Orange Cassidy, they both have sunglasses on. That's the first time that's happened. <laughs> sunglass for sunglass. <laughs> well, you oh. know, sunglasses do I choose? Tra- traditionally, I sunglass. On, though. I think traditionally, sunglass on sunglass doesn't go well because it's an imbalance. It's you know, you really need an, an imbalance of uh, like light penetration to the cornea uh, across a match, uh, or else people don't really know who to root for. Here's the thing: in uh, 
Mexico, they have sunglass for sunglasses matches all the time, and they're just such huge draws that uh, really they need to bring that into well, American wrestling. Well, in, in, in Mexico, when you do a sunglass match, you have that frisson of one of the wrestlers pulling the other's sunglasses off and exposing like his eyes to everyone. Eyeballs. Now, eyeballs are so secretive in this world. If someone has them covered, it's a reason for it. <laughs> Leave them be. Oh yeah. Uh, Moreau said at one point, like at the beginning, um, he thinks he's so cool. I hate cool kids like this. <laughs> I thought, I mean, what a great like bit, you know? Like it's so much his character, but also like building and adding, you know, to Cassidy's character at the same time, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, um, I I really like uh, uh, Miro as like the 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 friend and ally who is perpetually offering like assistance that is too aggressive, like not to not to, not towards you, but he's 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 always trying to help you by amping up the aggression factor towards your adversary way beyond where you want it. Uh, like, don't worry, bro. I'm gonna beat that guy's ass in. No, 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 Miro. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Cassidy wins, and Miro runs in to beat up Cassidy. But then the best friends come in to help them. I mean, I don't even know what else to say about this match. The match was fun. It was funny. There is some bits in there that I really appreciated. Like every time, uh, Cassidy went to put that big over-exaggerated movement of putting his hands in his pocket, like Kip Sabian would just like tackle him or <laughs> hit him or like somehow make it so his hands couldn't do that. And then eventually like midway, almost to the end of the match, <laughs> like, uh, Cassidy's able to do it when um, Kip Sabian's on the ground and, Oh, that just pisses him off even more. So yeah, he does it while he's breaking a, a, a leg lock. <laughs> it, was, it was real smooth, real cute. It was, it was just funny. It was pretty, it was pretty, it was pretty good. I, I certainly enjoyed like pushing it that far and returning uh, to it. And, you know, like, as we've, as we've talked about, that's obviously the hallmark of a good orange Cassidy opponent is if his yeah. if his antics appropriately get to them absolutely and uh you know they're both such good performers uh, they're such good wrestlers that like um you know the moves themselves are fun to watch you know it's not just overwhelming character you know stuff i i just really liked this um segment thumbs up yeah uh, for for me as well, and I I personally felt like Miro did a lot of good work in this segment, like on commentary and with his mm-hmm. entrance, because you know, like no surprise, he's a big burly man who can do good big stuff in the ring, but his his entrance to like <laughs> to just uh wreck uh Orange Cassidy, uh, like immediately was I don't know, like very very effective, and I was seeing like strains of the right like aspects of Miro's personality when he was on when he was on commentary like like the stuff about like attacking orange orange Cassie for being a cool guy um like there were these kind of direct kind of matter of fact earnest uh like comments that didn't seem to be they, there wasn't like 
so much behind them. They were just like a guy, a guy from Bulgaria, matter of factly <laughs> expressing how he sees the world. Um, and, and, and I, I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. And I think I've been very, maybe I've been generous to him through his run so far, but I, I do think he's, he's like coming. I think he's coming along. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I like Miro. Um, this match, I, uh, thumbs in the middle cause it was fine. It, it didn't really get me excited, but uh, like I was, I, I wasn't unhappy that it happened. You know, I didn't request back that eight minutes of my life. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, M- Miro's fine on commentary. Not, you know, screaming amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we have then the ever famous contract signing who doesn't love a good contract Mm. signing oh yeah (laughs) except for when you don't have a good contract Mm. signing there's no such thing as a good contract well i i I disagree but this was not what it it looks like to me (laughs) we had full-on entrances right so we've got the kenny omega coming out 80s workout broom girls Boy, um, they are just not good. Like, mm-hmm. at the very least, they should be able to sync up when they do the uh, the little arch thing and when they pull the brooms back. But uh, yeah, they're even not. That. Well, I think not I think I, well, oh, and they they shouldn't because uh, you know, like the more the more they rehearse, the more they risk like like transmission, and you know, huh? so so I think that it's just oh. for, it's just for the best that the very first time they attempt to do their moves in in unison is is on air they can do uh-huh. it via zoom and like figure out what the beats of the song or the beats of their movements are you know like there is such thing as like dance training where you can just know that from the time that you begin you are going to be doing the same things like four beats down the road you know what i mean anyway whatever <laughs> i'm just going to stop there uh kenny had a cool entrance he was in a suit i thought it, it was a cool like moment for him looking a little more profesh um but then moxley's not there and then i was like oh or maybe he'll just be late and coming from some weird place in the parking lot but no we go back we see a shot backstage someone knocked him out his face is all bloody Nobody knows what's going on. So Kenny signs the contract without him. Yeah. I mean, it was short. So there's that. Mox gets beat up backstage. He does. Yeah. Uh, He's got a target on his back, man. He's number one. I get it. And I, I, I'm not mad at it. I'm just like, I, I, I'm not for contract signings to begin with. And then this happens. I'm like, ah, ugh. Well, I, I, I know why. It's because someone's mad that his wife's pregnant. Uh-oh. Wait, who, me? Someone just found out and was like, you uh, bastard. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, I, I, see. I, I think that Moxley just, like, lacks, like, adequate, like, situational awareness. He's uh he's so constantly existing in this wavelength of the perfect promo that at all times, he's, <laughs> you know, he's... he's he thinks he's by m- himself. Mentally... He's thinking about his dad all of the time. <laughs> just, just he's always alone coming. with like a single camera, possibly a phone, <laughs> a light somewhere. And, and and you know, it's not just on him. Like the like they 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 clearly need to just have 
better hallway security because that seems to be the big problem. Uh, yeah, those yeah. hallways are always a mess. Real Some, dangerous. Something crazy is always happening in those hallways. Like this isn't even the uh, last time it happens in this episode. Oh, right. <laughs> hallways full of brutality. Uh, I actually um, thumbsed up this one because uh, I like how sh- I know, I know, I know, I know. But because it was short mm-hmm. and it's signaling something and I don't know what and I'm curious. This is um, what I expected uh, uh, love making mm-hmm. to be like. Uh, turns out in general, women, not no. a big fan of that, uh, that it's short and it signals, you know, possibly something <laughs> interesting ahead. But like, <laughs> I eh. was wondering where you're going with that. I'm like, I don't uh, get it yet. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Like there's there's just doesn't seem to be that much interest in, in, interest in uh, unraveling a mystery that unfolds uh, from from where things leave off. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we will find out. Uh, I middled it anyway. Oh, you middled it. Okay. Oh, we got a rainbow, guys. Our next bit, we've got uh, Vegas Part 2 with the Inner Circle. Only this time we've got Elvis joined in. That's right. The king of whatever poops, as we've learned. And and we learned earlier Um, today through a possibly uh, spurious uh, tweet from Jake Hager that Elvis Presley is, in fact, all elite. It's pretty cute. It was cute. Um, Here's what... Okay, I didn't like this one as much as the previous one, but I'll say this. Okay, MJF, the beginning of the... bit is all hey it's a full moon you know what i want to do and he started howling and i just have to say as someone who i just like paying attention to this kind of stuff it absolutely is not a full moon it was a full moon on halloween it is the opposite of a full moon in fact we're just a few days out from a new moon which means a totally blacked out moon in the sky no no in in vegas it's it's totally different moon no it's you know know how you get like time zones it's a a moon at most right now (laughs) it's it's a waxing moon why fucking asshole. I think I think what he may have meant is that so, like somebody had their butt out like on the strip and and <laughs> <laughs> that mm. could be <laughs> my brother when we would swim uh he would do this thing called white whale he'd Sounds pull bad. his trunks down and like he'd dive down so his butt would like crest the top <laughs> you know <laughs> you make it sound graceful uh, it was in its own way. <laughs> and he just, he would say white whale and then do it. <laughs> so it was like always a mess. I wrote like over here, guys. <laughs> I, 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 a number of years ago, I wrote a sketch that like my, my team declined to do possibly because it seemed like it was a lot of work, but it was, it was about like reverse werewolves who turned into a werewolf on the moon when there was a full earth and at one at one point i i uh i bre- i broached the possibility of quote unquote derriere wolves uh which is when you transform because somebody moons you <laughs> look i all like right. all those ideas that. 
I I would want to see where they w- would go. <laughs> and also, I am 100% in agreement with the rest of your team. <laughs> We're not going to put that up. That sounds like too much goddamn work. Oh, man. Uh, okay, so this Elvis Vegas thing. So basically, they wake up having terrible hangovers. And you can imagine... Mm-hmm. Sammy married three ladies. There were chickens in the apartment. It there was MJF had his marker on his face. I mean, it was basically a redo of the hangover. Yeah. There was uh and s- some crying in which we find a person in a diaper. I mean a little person in a diaper and uh like Little person comedy is a staple of wrestling, but also one that we could probably leave behind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I don't like the reference, you know I, uh, what I mean? Because it's like putting him in place of an what was a baby in a movie, you know? And I'm just like, oh, that just kind of. I was like, me. is he playing a baby or is he acting like a baby? There Unclear, is- but here's the thing. Neither of them are any good. Right. Uh, but also, there is a whole, apparently, and now I don't know what to say because children are listening, although I really haven't been watching what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but, uh, at this point. I was going to say, there's this whole sexual uh, thing about wearing diapers and people being babies. Right. So, you know, that person could have just been like, hey, man, you said you were into this last <laughs> night. <laughs> Now that you gotta do. Now you gotta follow through, There's, man. Uh, you just script doctored mm. this into a thing that I would have been one hundred percent on board with. Yeah. Well, uh, had they added those right. lines, uh, you pay her, yeah. pay her, man. Like <laughs> he should have been like, uh, you know, you gotta do this, and then yeah. it's like so I'm it's- a crying baby, so now you gotta what? Feed the baby. <laughs> Right, so the butt of the joke isn't uh, them oh, instead right. of I'm a creepy little person. Uh, yeah, all yeah, around. Yeah. I didn't. I just plain didn't want this 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 segment. I really didn't. I didn't want it. Uh, uh, I I was very irritated with this this ancient reference to something I didn't especially enjoy yeah. in the first place. Yeah. And if I was grateful for anything, it's that they didn't go all the way and bring in Mike Tyson. Uh, but I mean, they very really could have. They really they? could have. Yeah. Uh, so you know, like small, small, small favors, I guess. But I don't know. My expectations of them now, particularly for like Inner Circle, Jericho, MJF video segments, is high enough that I'm like, you don't, you don't need to do that. Like, yeah, this was for them. This was not good. It's a, and you're right. It's an ancient reference. It's an overdone reference. It's like a we pretty much could have expected that um and i didn't just because i thought they were better than that and they are it really than felt that. like what what you're gonna get is more like a rat pack original oceans 11 sinatra like kind of a thing that felt like what their vibe might be um that's that's not what they did and it didn't make it the worst but it was just like 
very disappointing. What I'm finding with the uh, inner circle segments that are just like straight comedy are they feel like a level one sketch class Mm -hmm. because you have a a lot of different people in those classes. You got people who just like were told at the uh, office water cooler that they're funny and like, okay, well, I'm going to take a class and find find out how funny I really am. And they're terrible. Uh, And then you have like there's like one or two people probably that uh, have already know what they're doing. And they're just like going through this class to, you know, you know, get on a team or, you know, do, or just like, you know, learn more and whatnot. And so you have flashes of brilliance. Sometimes you just have people who are just naturally funny and the, the ideas are just brilliant. Like maybe the execution is a little flawed. You know, they don't quite understand how to set up the rhythm or something, but you can tell this person is a hilarious um, and so like in a thing like this, you'll have like bright spots. You're like, oh my God, that is great. And then just like long swaths of just like, oh boy, really? We're, we're doing references from 2004. Is mm-hmm. that why? What? Oh my God, this is just interminable. Um, so like I, I go into these things thinking like, this is not going to be good. And I wait for them to bring it and, and you know, like really wow me. So like, this is definitely one of the times where I'm like, well, that was, that was a level one show. Hold on. That was 16 years ago. I don't know. I just threw out a number. What? what, Okay. Now we're going to look up when the hangover. I mean, I just 2009. I'm sorry. 11 years ago. That's still a long time, but it's a real long time. For some reason, Thinking uh, it was 16 years ago, I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to die. My life you know is that, flying by. You know that Conan's TBS show, the late night TBS show after he left uh, regular network TV, is 10 years yeah. old now. Yeah. Well, I do know that because what, I used to work at NBC. So I was I was uh, in po- a post coordinator uh, for NBC Universal, and I worked on the lot. So I was there when he was doing the tonight show and it was awesome it was was uh it it Mm -hmm. really was a personal point of pride for me that i managed to see two conan tonight shows in person before it was over i mean the things that they did on the lot like as someone working on the lot even if i was just walking to go get you know some lunch the shit i would see on a daily basis was unfucking real and awesome and funny and just fun. And that, and I'm not even like in the studio, you know, like I'm just walking across a lot. I saw two capuchin monkeys playing chess. <laughs> I, <laughs> their handler was, they were waiting outside for their time to go on and their handler was chatting with someone and these fucking monkeys were just sitting there playing chess. <laughs> like that's what they do. Um, I also saw a baby on a mat. I guess it looked like a, a road and there were all these little tiny like model teeny tiny little cars and trees and things like that. It was like a that. real baby. She was crawling. It was a real baby. And, you know, it was, I guess, to be like, she's smashing a city. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Uh a truly great talent. He will be missed. R.I.P. Oh, and the mobile desk. I actually had someone take a picture of me behind the mobile desk that was like <laughs> off behind this uh, stage door because I was on my way to get and, some lunch. And, 
and, and they <laughs> did then or or separately because I remember like there was also like a mobile announcer uh, announcer podium f- for Andy at some point. Uh, but I just remember them like taking it out into into open traffic, which was hilarious. I mean, the things they did were just. I'm really sad that he wasn't still on the Tonight Show. Yeah, I was so I was I never forgave NBC for and that. and subsequent things <laughs> that they did uh, that were <laughs> worse. Uh, thank yeah. you, NBC, for your contributions to our republic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all in all, I give the second Vegas thing a middle. I couldn't middle. quite down it. Uh, I could. <laughs> yeah, and and, uh, and I I I wrote down middle, but while revisiting it, I I only felt unhappiness, and I I I I downgraded <laughs> it. Uh, it is uh, a full down now for me. I, I I say that you should go with uh, what you originally wrote down, but the choice is up to you. I mean that like that's that like what what was in my heart See, like now was just not what was there before, uh, and I I am I'm just gonna trust that I have reflected and I am a changed person. <laughs> so noted. You're growing. You're growing as a person. So uh, we've got. Now, Jericho was on mic for a sec. It wasn't even like a thing. Very, so I'm not even going to so, even It was so brief that it seems as though he might have sat down very quickly to tie his shoe. <laughs> and the oh, while I'm here, I'll just promo back. next week. <laughs> yeah. The cameras came back and they go, like, oh, uh, well, so Eddie Kingston then was sitting at the <clears throat> announced desk because we had Butcher Blade and Bunny who look fucking scary as hell in their costumes mm-hmm. and they're just standing there all in a row. Holy shit. That's the kind of thing that like I would have a nightmare about. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The butcher and the blade are my platonic ideal of what a tag team <laughs> should look like. Uh, I, I'm just a real big fan. Yeah. Then we have the bastard. I say, is it pack or pack? pack? Do not. I, know. I think it's, I think it's, they it, said I, pack. I think it's pack. Uh, you're you're be, you're, you're allowing yourself to be led astray by Eddie Kingston, and that's <laughs> yeah, okay, entirely possible. Um, well, uh, this... who has such marvelous one-liners as uh, I, I've known guys who uh, um, look great, but uh, you know can't go in a fight. They, they can't squash a grape in a fruit fight. I wrote that same thing down. I wrote that exact same thing down. Can't squash a grape in a fruit fight. What? What? What on four My mom says really weird phrases, too. But, like, really, who ever said that ever? (laughs) Well, no, because you can hear him, like, real quick after that. Like, I someone shoots him a look on the announcer. He's like, what? (laughs) And he, like, giggles a little. So, like, yeah, yeah, that's he was having some fun up there. there. Right? I mean, and that's I just hysterical. That. I don't know where he heard it, but that's glad he repeated it. Uh, this match started out fast and brutal. Pac is yeah. fucking huge. Yeah, He's uh, a huge human. And, you know. It's weird because in WWE, he's he looks teeny tiny. 
and like physically he is not much bigger than he was then uh but yeah in terms of like muscle mass per Holy per shit. inch of height he's unfucking real i was like wait a minute cuz i don't okay abs are very hard to get for men as well as women uh, and to get abs the, like he has them, it's like you have to be eating very specific foods and working out like in this crazy regimen all the time. Um, and you'd have to be like a bodybuilder builder type, you know? And um, I mean, it seems like he spent that last eight months just like getting in shape, just being ready, you know? But just like, like that uh, kind of shape, which is not totally. Mm. It's not even useful, you know, it's like not the type of muscle necessarily that's like whatever's necessary to do the job. No, no, these no. Are what extras, is job? These are extras that like aren't, you know. His job is for is for <laughs> is you to, to look, look at him and go like, oh, <laughs> my God. Well, he I mean, his, that's his, his name is Pack. And if he doesn't have a oh. six in front of that on his body. No. No, no, He's no, no. He's got an eight, no. man. He's I got saw an where you were going back. with that, and I'm, I'm shutting it down. I shut <laughs> oh, it down you're before the only you one can puns around gonna... here. <laughs> if you telegraph it that hard, if you Western Union that shit, I am not, re- I am not return to sender. It's just going back. Uh, we just hear I'm a typewriter like going <laughs> off. Dear sirs or madams, a joke is about to arrive. <laughs> Please open your mail. <laughs> It's just just like uh, the postcard they send you, telling you your, your ballot is showing up in a week. Yeah, mine. I already got my ballot, and then I got that notice. How funny is that? Uh, anyway. Yeah, pack you. You got a hell of a body. Point, we all want to bang you. Well, I didn't say that, but it, it's like. But we all thought crazy. it. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna let you guys have your feelings. Um, so at one point, I mean, this match was. This, fantastic it was great yeah i i'm very glad i saw it i haven't seen this guy wrestle before at least not that i can remember i think he it's always just been weird promos yeah 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 i think he 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 got shut shut out of the country before uh we switched over to uh and yeah he he's i and i hadn't seen much of him myself i had i had seen i had seen a little bit uh, like I, I, I'd seen enough to be eager for his return when it started, uh, getting, uh, close and he's, he, he seems like he's going to have like a, like a really good run here. At least I certainly hope so. There's every reason to, to think it from, from the way they're going right now. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, this was the first of several moments tonight where JR said something really weird. Uh, he said about Bunny, she's like doing some Jezebel behavior. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's so weird. That's such a weird thing because like, I guess now that term is used as like an unscrupulous woman, but it's like really all the meaning of it. If you look it up, it's like, uh, unhusbanded. I mean, Jezebel was married to a king of Israel. She worshiped Baal or Bail, whatever you say, tried to kill prophets. I mean, you know, but uh, look, if someone showed up and told me something crazy, I might want to kill them too. Maybe. I don't know. 
<laughs> uh, Jer has come to has evolved that term to mean any uh, heel female, basically, okay. Okay. Uh, which frequently, you know, in that manager role, you know, like she'll uh, knock somebody's feet out from under him. It's like, oh, that well, Jezebel. I mean, I, so it's, it's, I mean, yeah, J- it's JR like, can evolve the term however he likes in his laboratory at home, but outside <laughs> his house, I think it, I think it still is, is meant is it, it connotes like sluttiness and like that doesn't even add up in this context jr let like almost almost not enough to be offensive but it still it still gets there uh <laughs> i mean i feel like he's been doing it long enough that you're like okay when jr says that that's what that means okay well i will have to accept it create i'll make a footnote for myself <laughs> uh, so that i remember that for next time uh so pack wins uh it was actually I wasn't sure who's. I mean, it was a pretty good, it was a pretty good match. So I wasn't sure who was going to win, but Pack wins. Um, he tried to talk on the mic, but then the butcher ran out, brought him down, and then uh, Kingston came out to talk to be like, "Yeah, fuck you, man." Um, and then Ray Phoenix comes out and fucks up Kingston. And then Penta comes out with a chair and everyone's like, Whoa, which way is he going to go? Mm-hmm. But he fucked up Eddie. So I am for that. Uh, just for, for the simple reason that uh, I was never a fan of death triangle, mostly because again, one of the dumbest names possible for a team, mm-hmm. but seeing those three guys versus the butcher and the blade and Kingston, you know, like yeah, yeah, I definitely want to see what? that. That's it's it's heel versus heel, which is a little weird, but like that is action that I would pay. Why money don't you to be see. honest and tell yeah. everybody that the only reason you dislike Death Triangle is that you flunked Trig? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I had a protractor that I called the Death Triangle. <laughs> uh, what of it? <laughs> Uh, cool. uh, I I I, I want to note uh, before we go any further, like though that the um the timing of the attack on Pack as he st- attempts to cut a promo was perfect hilarity, and, and it was so much like the moment in Deep Blue Sea where Sam Jackson is at the absolute peak of a rousing speech, motivating everyone to fight back against the sharks when he gets hilariously devoured by a leaping shark and it's you know one of the- i haven't seen that that makes me oh, want to you see should it. i feel like i've seen that in uh, uh like uh commercials but, like and such. you have to watch you honestly have to like an hour you know, yeah, or something no, no <laughs> truly to to you have point. to it's not a consistently awesome movie uh believe it or not <laughs> but um Getting to the point in the movie at which that happens, like that's really essential to having the impact. Sure, like that moment it. really is earned by time you in, invest. It's 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 worth it for that, and it's worth it for the comedy team of LL Cool J and a parrot. And you know, I don't think I have to say any know. anything more than that. Fair. <laughs> um, I give this whole segment a thumbs up. Oh yeah, yeah same, very same, same. very clearly. 
All right, so we alluded to it earlier, but there's another backstage kerfuffle. We just cut to backstage and like, what the fuck's happening? Big Swole's there, Brandy's there, Brandy had gotten hurt. Jade was stomping Brandy with a chair. Yeah. Vicky Guerrera and Nyla Rose were with Jade, so I guess they're a team. Or yeah. friendly anyway. Heels versus faces. Yeah. I just I just didn't like it. I'm thumbsing it down only because like there's no context other than Jade and Brandy, just a continuation of this like weird argument that I wasn't that into in the first place. Um but now I don't know. Now it seems like it might be getting some women together and the positive to it is that it could mean that we're going to see more women's matches and like three on three kind of things, which would be cool. We haven't seen that in a long time. Um, But I just wanted a little something more. I'm hard pressed to decide between thumbs in the middle and thumbs down. Just because like I'm looking at this like, Okay, I can see where this is going to go somewhere. For the most part, I'm not interested in most of these wrestlers, or a significant number of these wrestlers I have no interest in. And the story seems like, like, why are you attacking her? Just because I I feel the promo last week did not give me any uh, sense of who she was as a person or make me interested in seeing more of her. So, like, she attacks them. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I agree. Like, I I just don't know enough about her to appreciate this very normal type of segment. You know, like, this is a normal thing we see almost every week. You know, some wrestler's doing something stupid somewhere, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, something that they shouldn't be doing, or it's whatever. Like this, We see this kind of stuff all the time. But I think it just rubbed me the wrong way because that, I still don't quite understand what's going on with her, who she is. I mean, I, well, whatever. Uh, yeah, the, yeah I, I'm going to go down. I gave yeah. it a middle, I guess, like largely resting on the potential it offered. Uh, but there truly, the segment didn't like in the moment, uh, like really give any, anything, certainly not, not, not information, not, coherent motivations it really was it was less a mess than the previous uh segment uh but it was she was you know brief and 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 so that that certainly helped uh me from turning on it any further but it was certainly disappointing and i'm I'm glad it wasn't the only moment that women had uh in t- tonight's episode at least all right, all this poop talk has made us run long, so let's pick up the pace here and get through yeah. this. So Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb, uh, this couldn't have been a better match. Yep. I mean, it was just fantastic. Yep. It's top to yep. bottom. Um, so at one point, uh, Rebel came out to distract the ref. She just really started like freaking out. And while the ref was distracted, Dr. Britt Baker comes out and fucks up Thunder Rosa hard. Yeah. 
um, which is sad because Deeb was doing some really incredible stuff and then she wins and the commenters were saying this and I do feel this in my heart. I was like, (laughs) you know, it sucks because you want to have a clean win and you want to feel good about it. But knowing that she got thoroughly rocked before Deep got to do some of the final, um, some of her final moves, uh, is a bummer because, you know, um, yeah, you just don't want to be in a match like that. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I want to note other than it was a great match was, uh, JR saying some business mm-hmm. about bake sales. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. The, All right, JR. That's. They were trying to throw in a promo for heels and JR says, do they do bake sales? And I was like, that's another reason why that name is shitty. That's another reason why the logo is shitty because that is exactly the type of shit it will. It, it invokes. It, you know? it, like, no. why don't we- Also, he said Deeb was half Arabic and half Irish. And I'm like, motherfucker, Arabic is a fucking language. It ain't a nationality. Get it right. <laughs> also, wouldn't you just say half Arab, half white? Why is Irish so specific? But, like, you don't know what country <laughs> her family's from. So you just say, mm, Arab. Arabish. Arab, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there, there you go. Oh, oh yeah. great show on ABC. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a a plausible like n- a show that would follow what we've seen so far. Well, I gave I I can't say enough positive things about this match. Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb are incredible performers, and I hope they just continue to showcase what they have. I mean, they do have other fantastic performers but even if they don't i mean they gave two guys from off the street a shot tonight and a lot of airtime so it's like they really could do the same fucking thing with a lot of other female performers but you know the fact that they gave them a really good spot tonight um was fantastic yeah uh, and and like you know like it's not a long-term solution to be leaning heavily on nwa uh talent but at least they're intelligent enough to do it while they need to it would be awesome just to have Mm -hmm. these particular women be like full-time permanent like aew um but you know like you can only say every week like like hopefully something builds like from here to a just a wider beachhead for women in the show so that we can have that, that real diversity of, of women's wrestling that is like of, of style and type of, of match and performer that is just not possible with where they are at. Uh, so uh, after the deep wins, Rosa, um, she like stumbles out of the ring and then she goes right into the, audience and fucks up dr rip baker and i mean fucks her up yep yep such a badass god love it Mm. uh then we got a little promo with anna jay and john silver he's doing most of the talking basically anna's taking on sheeta next week good choice having him do all the talking because he's funny and he's great He's fantastic. Good energy. Love him. He's, he's pretty magical. Yeah, uh, and, and this actually made for like uh, for for all of the, the for the criticism just uh, like a moment ago. Like like women were 
the the focus of like a, I guess a number of segments in tonight's show far more than I think is usually the case. Um, hopefully that match really also brings something out of Sheeta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then we've got Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, uh, Cody, Darby Allen, Taz is on mic. I mean, this is the big time, guys. We finally made it to the segment. There's, for some fucking reason, a weird black and white <laughs> movie <laughs> with Darby <laughs> in a church with the belt on top of the church with the belt on fire in a church with the belt. <laughs> Why? Why? Well, just... my read of it was because uh, it was just like, you know, the fire was on his, you know, left leg. It was like he's had uh, some cramping and it just feels like his leg is on fire. And he was like, hey, grab a camera. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, what? Grab a camera. I'm going to say, like, what? For for because you have a cramp. Mm-hmm. Come on, man! Like I'm the goddamn TV champion. You gonna tell me no? And so here we are. <laughs> this is how I express myself, TNT. You better be ready, because mm-hmm. now Desaturate. I'm the face. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh Lord! So yeah, um, it was an updated intro for Darby Allen. Good energy, Cody Rhodes. His intro at. Comparatively, I it just got it. They got to shorten that down. A well, little bit, when you're when you're bit. not a champion, uh, it should <laughs> it should certainly be a little bit tighter. You know, yeah. Cody had a pizza T-shirt on. Um, I think someone on the mic said something about how he's opening uh, a pizza shop. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't cool. tell if that was a I, joke or not. So I don't think so. I think that was one hundred percent real. Can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there were some crazy moves, as you would expect. Uh, this was a fantastic match. Uh, yeah. Something. Oh, God, boy. What a yeah. group they have. Uh, like, perfectly balanced. Uh, you know, and Cage did this uh, match-winning move where from the top of the ropes, he, like, basically just jumps on Darby's head. <laughs> it was an avalanche drill claw, I believe, which is kind of a modified falcon arrow. And, My God, yeah, it yeah, looks it so fucking yeah. deadly. <laughs> yeah, like, and oh. Darby sells it like a <laughs> million bucks. Well, yeah, he did. Also, his, his, fra- his slender frame probably just actually like takes anything hard at all. Fair. Um, uh, I, I just do want to the only other thing I want to mention is that Taz makes some sort of Waffle House joke and he doesn't quite nail it and JR jumps in and you just hear Taz giggling again. <laughs> like, I love this so much. Taz is just having fun. Yeah, that's what we want. We want everybody yes. to have fun. Oh, I just have to mention, and I don't mean to take up any time but i'm going to uh there was a commercial and bruce willis was in it and it was a car battery commercial and it was the die hard car battery commercial and i was like what's wrong with bruce willis that he's doing this fucking commercial i thought the same thing okay i think at some point like he must have had like 10 billion people Mm -hmm. saying Dude, you totally should do a commercial for diehard batteries, right? Because yeah. you're the diehard guy, right? And finally, like his his granddaughter must have said, totally. "Grandpa, why aren't you doing a diehard you, commercial?" You, you have you have you have yes. no idea the the state of Bruce Willis's like output. He for years now 
he has been doing like grade Z Nick Cage slash Steven Seagal straight straight to video level sure. movies yeah. that are that are all over streaming he really? and he give he he looks more lifeless and and lethargic and old in in e- each one than he did the last and it's god what oh, happened with his divorce well, i don't man. understand Seriously. what is what is behind that because i i don't i don't i don't Maybe know i don't jump to the busy. conclusion that he needs the money I don't know. It's it's weird. Maybe it's just like free vacation. Yeah, maybe he doesn't. Amounts to and, and at any rate, this ba- yeah. this bears heavily on the main event tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Cage pins, uh, and then Starks comes in, and this is a theme now. This is this happens all the time now, where somebody comes in and just starts beating up on everybody so he's beating up on darby and then cody saves him but then brian it might be a little overused but i will say that uh team taz does it better than anybody well that's true i'm never sad when they do it i mean i expect it from them yeah but yeah so uh but then hobbs comes out with a chair to help and everyone's like yeah good yay but then he takes the FTW belt, and he, he beats Cody in the head with it. So this is their way of officially announcing uh, that he's on Team Taz, and that I blew my fucking out of mind. My chair, oh my this was, god, blew my mind. It was such a great build because he just like, oh yeah, we're we're talking to Hobbs about joining Team Taz and talking about talking to Hobbs, and they they misdirected so well that I'm like, yeah, obviously, you know, uh, Hobbs is turning them down because he's a face and you know yeah, all he's that, team much better prospects and all yeah. that. Uh, and for this turn to happen like it did, I was 100% blindsided, totally. and I 100% love it because I love that team. Yes, the team is now even better. Yes, it's and um, just all of it was just magnificent. Honestly, I had the same thoughts. I was sad that he wasn't going to be a good guy, but I'm like, but this is one of my favorite <laughs> groups, so it, oh, he's yeah. going to get a lot of airtime. And, I, and I that's think, yeah. what I'm looking for. And I tell you what, uh, most people. Um, you don't get to see their personality really on display until they're uh, a heel. And a lot of times people get sort of like, as a face, you're like, what is this guy? Great. Okay. You're, you won. I don't care. Uh, but when they're a heel, they get to sort of like, you know, like, uh, express a little bit more and you're like, Oh, Oh, this is why I should like this guy. Oh, I, I, yeah, I like this. Yeah. So. I, I think this is really the best direction. Uh, it's 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 awfully. <laughs> it was it was it was it was definitely quite uh, surprising. Uh, I, I I guess like now like it, it concerns me that the the weight balance of the the team may be thrown off because they had like a they had like a, like a thin guy they had a muscly guy they had they had a heavy set guy but like so that the so the cage and taz kind of balance out and now they have a third like like very large guy and if they go like canoeing or something they could be in trouble here's the thing this is a team full of meat 
and mm-hmm. you have one small guy to do the talking. He's the one at the front of the canoe with the little bullhorn saying, stroke, stroke. And then you got the three other guys. I mean, honestly, Taz is sitting on the other end of the boat, not actually stroking. It's just going to be Will and Cage. And that's fine. That's more than enough horsepower. My God, they're going to be speeding along at like 45 miles an hour with just those two rowing. So well, I don't time think will tell. Time will tell. I'm. <laughs> this whole thing gets giant thumbs up. It was oh, just the best. One of the best. Pretty, segments pretty great. An awesome time. one yeah. to go out on and many, many promising like like segments to come from from that. No doubt. Hmm. Uh, this is a 77 percent show, which is worth watching. Definitely worth watching. Close to a must watch. Um, there was there was some janky stuff, but like, yeah, like I walked away feeling high. Uh, so like I just that's not for a bad your, thing. For your son, not at all. Well, you know what? Uh, I'll just blow a little of this uh, wrestling high <laughs> into his face, <laughs> and he'll go to sleep. Yeah, there you that's go. all we want, right? <laughs> Kids to be asleep, mind their own business. Get out of my face, kid. <laughs> uh, real talk. I do not let my child watch wrestling. I don't want him to grow up to be a wrestler. At some point, he's probably going to watch it. I'm not going to be like my mom and like and disallow him from watching it. But I'm going to keep it away from him as long as possible because uh, he'll do those moves and he'll hurt himself or someone else. Well, he's a natural thing. You're going to find him like with like with his hands injured because he put them too hard into his pockets. Look, when I was a kid, some little boy kicked another little boy when he was at the urinal, oh, a.k.a. No. kicked him in the penis. Oh, wow. Because he, the Ninja Turtles. Because of the... <laughs> ninja Turtles? Yeah, because of the Ninja Turtles. And I mean, what? so a kid doesn't need a lot of inspiration no, to no. do that kind of shit. So you don't want to overfeed him on the things that you really are doing phys- witnessing physical <laughs> i don't know it's i not think really that violence, like when you know when I mean. you see something that is a, like cartoon caliber of violence like in in an actual cartoon or in a lot of like pg13 movies that are bloodless it's very important to pause the action and and take the child aside and explain to them that the person prob- like 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 died um uh, you know just you know, just to make sure that they that there's an emotional weight. Here's what I would do. Right. Hey Timmy, so you know how the coyote fell off that cliff? Yeah. Well, in in reality, he's dead. He's he's dead now, and there is no Santa Claus, and there's no God, and that's not your father. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I would parent. Give me no, your child's. I... I prefer to uh, pull over on the side of the road and show him a uh, uh, like a possum that's been run over. It's just got sprayed everywhere. Like this is why they coyote. This is what happens when something falls off a cliff. So you see that little puff of smoke? That's not just smoke. Those are intestines. I used to see little baby birds that fell out of the nest um, at my grandparents' farm, like by the cattle trough, and like. Every time we went, there was always a baby bird that fell out. I swear to God. I mean, maybe not every time, but often enough that we would go and look for one. (laughs) And um, (laughs) yeah, so that's how you learn. 
<laughs> Life is a cruel, yeah. cruel people, joke. People die and there is no <laughs> eternal reward. It's tough, but everyone needs to know. This is our message to you out there Thank in the world, God. children watching, making signs. <laughs> I am so sorry that our show recap of a show has run almost as long as a show. Yeah, no, this We're going to stop now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you. Please make more signs. We love Bye. you all. Thanks, Doug Johnson. Bye.